This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Yoda. Oh, yes. Shack that ass. Oh, come on. At least give me a Yoda voice. Mmm. Mmm. Ass that shake. Shack that ass. Oh, watch yourself, you must. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal shaking. Mmm. <laughs> Boom, you put it in the hoop like slam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> girls, he. Yes, that is the sound that girls make, right, Val? I've heard you say he hundreds of times. He! <laughs> <laughs> As the new year and new decade dawns on us all, the promised prophecy has finally come to pass. Steve-O's about to become... a parent? Aw, oh, what a cutie. I'm so happy to meet you, dump truck treg borts. Why are you trying to name my son? His name is going to be Drink for Ugg. I beg your pardon. As the father of this child, I decree his name be Professor Otto von Schitzepus Krakendis Shagmeyer. Wait a minute. If steve the mom instead of the dad, then one, when did he become an Omega, and two, who's the father? Stay tuned to Friday Night Fan Fiction to find out all the juicy dramatic details, and occasionally reads of some terrible fan fiction. Dave. What's up, Lug? This is now a pornography podcast. We don't talk about anything but hentai. Dude, all right. I was trying to ship that off the ground with Pete fucking seven years ago. I'm like, how about we make a podcast called Pete and Dave Talk About Anime Porn for an Hour? That's a long title. Let's workshop the title a little bit. But um, Yeah. yeah. Sounds like it'd be fun, though. He'd never commit to it. He's like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Pete, ah. Sure, I'll do it, bud. I'm into it. Me too. <laughs> That's what we can do when Val and Steve are on hiatus. That's a great idea. You don't need to wait for me to leave. Yeah, but it might take that long to get it, like, really formulated into a fully cogent idea. Uh. We're busy people. Well, you are, yeah. Dave and Sean are busy, too. When it's not fucking minus 35 out, yeah. It's minus 50 in Alberta tonight. Yeah. God damn. That sounds like my kind of place. Current temperature outside is a frigid 71. What's the cost to live up there? It's really expensive living up here. I get it for cheap because I live at my work. Apartments go for 1500 a month. Canadian. Woo! How much is the Canadian dollar to the American dollar? And it's currently minus 23 Fahrenheit without the wind chill. Minus 31 with the wind chill. What temperature are you allowed to work again? He's allowed to work from the degrees of 30... Fahrenheit to whatever the number he just said was converted to Fahrenheit is. I wasn't paid to do math tonight. I've already done enough work today. Well, I guess that's how we're starting the episode. Nobody else wants to pick up the math slack. No. Nah, my brain is dead. We were just busy during the break talking about the new podcast that we're going to make while uh, you're on paternity leave. Okay. Well, Valerie and I are on paternity or parental leave. Uh, yeah, that's why I said for you paternity leave because she's not going to be on paternity leave. It's famternity, all right? <laughs> I don't know if you get maternity leave from university. Well, it's going to be summer break. True enough. That's your maternity leave. Yeah. 
Yay! This is Friday Night Fan Fiction. I'm your host, Steve-O. Joining me tonight are David, Look. All right, he's gone. Okay, it's back, baby. Time for community news. In a bold move from MAGFest, they shut us out again. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they would do that. I thought we had it in, but it turns out that Big Adam stepped away from MAGFest three years ago and didn't tell anybody. He stepped away like three months ago. I know, that was the, that's the joke. <laughs> But there's always going to be con drama unless you go to other cons like Con Bravo, ODU Con, VGM Con in Minnesota. Can you uh, name a, a con that's in Maryland, please? <laughs> Does Maryland have a furry convention? Yeah. Oh, I'm a, sure we do. Let's look it up. They used to have Brony Con. Yeah, and then they shut down. That's not a furry convention. That's a horse convention. It kind of has crossover. Furry conventions, the complete list of furry conventions. We got California. It's called Furt Mead. Connecticut. Uh, there's not one in Maryland. <laughs> we could go to John Con. What is John Con? <laughs> I don't know. A convention for Johns. Is that a convention for patrons of prostitutes? <laughs> Hang on, I gotta, I gotta look at what John Con is. Oh, wait. John Con is a gaming convention that runs for 48 hours at Johns Hopkins University. Okay, I'm probably in on this. Uh, that's kind of cool. That sounds pretty dope, actually. Yeah. Also, I went to look up mdfurs.org, which is the Maryland Furs Association, and two days from now, uh, just a Dave and Buster's meetup. That sounds all right. So, Dave, you want to come up and go to Dave and Buster's? Fuck no. Anyways, we got stories to read. I did. I still should probably announce who's here. David, Logan, Valerie, Sean. And tonight we will have guests. Steve and Mana will be here in a little under an hour. Why would you be a guest for your own show? What? Not me, Steve. Other Steve. And not that Steve either. The other, other Steve. We should really come up with, like, screen names for these guys or something. Yeah. I know, right? Some people call me the Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy... That's not how the song goes, though. Some people call me the doctor of love. Yeah, I don't think the song goes, Space Cowboy. Has <laughs> he tried to just roll it into Riders in the Storm? <laughs> A little bit. Riders <laughs> on the Storm. Riders on the Space Cowboy. <laughs> That's dumb. It is dumb. dumb. Don't do I it. I like it. You know what else is dumb? We got 69 Hues of Christmas, Santa and Elrond's Roll in the Sleigh by Buster Man because we started this and never ended up finishing it. Well, technically, we never started it. No, we did start it. We didn't get far. And starting us off is going to be Sean tonight. 69 Hues of Christmas. Santa and Elrond's roll in the sleigh. Oh, I remember this one now. In the grim darkness of the 42nd millennium, a team of war scholars scoured the irradiated waste of Holy Terra, uncover remarkably intact historical documents in a surviving archive. Protected in the very shadow of the palace of the Empire of Mankind. Cross-referencing and reconstructing reveal a truth of pre-Imperial Terra and that Imperium of Man may not be ready for. Chapter 1, Chapter 1. About the author. Best known for producing the blockbuster podcast Chuds and Spuds, <laughs> where they spent 45 minutes every week licking ghost peppers and arguing that potato salad is a citrus fruit. C a citrus what? Fruit. 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 Feet. Feet. has long since retired before finally learning the difference between producing a podcast and verbally abusing the organic bananas in a Saskatoon co-op. You know what? That's fine. I'm just going to call my co-host the organic bananas from now on. 
I don't have a banana. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Organic Bananas Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about anime porn. <laughs> Nobody that, oh, too. WKRZ 101.3, Maryland's only talk station about anime porn. I'm your host, DJ Brief Fire. <laughs> blah, blah, fart noise. Crazy taxi. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad, though. I know it's not bad. I've been working on it for several years. Decades. No! I mean, we're old enough. Crazy Taxi came out in, like, 1999. You're in 1999. I was 14 in 1999. Wait, how old did you say you were in 1999? 14. God, you're old. Yeah, you fucking old person. David, how old were you in 1999? I don't actually know. I'd have to do math. (laughs) Oh, right, and we have a strict no-math policy. Uh, Let's see here. Logan was a baby. I was six. That is pretty babyish. I was... 34. That's how old you are now. <laughs> Shit, I did the wrong math. <laughs> Great job. 1999 minus... You were 13, Dave. No, I was 21. No, you were not 21. If you were born in 86 <laughs> and we're talking about 1999, that's 1999 minus 1986. Why am I acting like your third grade addition and subtraction teacher? You see, it makes it mad because I purposely do it wrong. Mad. Mad. Make like one of the Morton Joe's war boys and witness them on Twitter at Buster Womb. Chapter one, fun foreseen consequences. Christmas never truly recovered from the cataclysm known as Starbucks making their holiday cups plain red back in 2015. Never forget. <laughs> hashtag blessed. F. Isn't that just a solo cup? No, they aren't just solo cups. It's the war on Christmas thing. Yeah. The birth rate is falling sharply in the 21st century Japan. And it's all due to the red solo cups that Starbucks used. To combat the decreasing numbers, there's only one option left. Get men pregnant. No. Eventually they will come up with that idea. What, Starbucks is going to come up with the idea to make men pregnant? Yes. (laughs) Men pregachino? Are you under the impression that you would, like, go to Starbucks and drink a coffee and it would bimbify you? Yes. Ah, dude. So the year is 20XDX. All right, paint it. Panel three is a picture of a pill bottle labeled (laughs) Knock Up Max. Pregnancy pills (laughs) for men. Poor Max. (laughs) Yeah. Making men pregnant. Through a strategy against plummeting birth rate, a new drug was developed. This strategy's name is Let's Get Knocked Up, Boys. Great. Mm. Gotta get knocked up, boys. Let's get knocked up, boys. <laughs> I've had enough things stuck in my uterus. I mean, urethra. I don't have a uterus. I'm tired of not getting <laughs> maternity leave. I'm so upset that it doesn't take effect until October. What doesn't take effect? The 12 weeks of paid parental leave for federal employees. Oh, so you need your baby to go like four months Four late. months after the due date, yes. Well. And I've already asked Val twice and she said no. I said it doesn't depend on me. No, you said that's not how it works. It's not that it doesn't depend on you. Just stuff the baby under her shirt. No one's going to know. Put a cork in it. Just tell the hospital that delivers it to not file the insurance claim for four months. I'm sure they'll go for it. Hospitals will work with you if it means getting money. (laughs) How big is the world's largest cork? It's probably going to be really big. The oldest and most productive cork oak in the world is the Whistler tree in Aguas de Moura in the Alentejo region. It is 14 meters tall and it's 4.15 meters in diameter, Val. I think that'll fit you. 
Are you calling me a size queen? No, I'm calling <laughs> you a gigantress. You can a fuck. gigantress. You can take it all up in your vagina. Sean, push Ooh, through. We're being stupid. Be that girl. <laughs> war scholars refer to it as the deciding campaign in the war on Christmas. Seemingly overnight, the North Pole, headquarters of the Christmas forces, got more fucked up than the sex face of a Bioware character. Oh, uh, wow. Mm. That's a throwback. What? The sex faces in Mass Effect. Oh, got it. Where it looks like their faces contort in some sort of weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Infrastructure melted away. Workshops conveniently filled with the elves threatening to unionize burned down. Entire warehouses of toys crumbled away as if some fucking idiot decided it was a good idea to make all the warehouses out of gingerbread. Yes, I'm fucking looking at you, Tingles. Anyway, Santa, the leader of Christmas... The leader of Christmas? Yeah. I thought Jesus was the one in charge of Christmas. No, fuck him. No, 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 no. You've been out of the loop a minute. No, Santa was in charge for like the first 10,000 years or so of human existence. And then in uh, 0 BC, Jesus took over to give Santa a sabbatical. No, Santa has the support of Jesus and Merlin and he lives in the sky. Wait, are you saying that Jesus took over Christmas before he was even the age of one? Yeah, yeah. He, he was a really good baby. <laughs> he was very efficient. <laughs> like, didn't you ever see Boss Baby? I suppose if he was a baby, it'd be really easy to get down those chimneys. Dude, are you going to play Sakura Santa? What? Sure. It's one of the Sakura games on Steam. Oh, yeah, I have that. I haven't played it yet. Is it any good? No, like, it's really bad. <laughs> no, um, dude, porn games on Steam aren't good. Well, most aren't. That's not how you play them. True, but you watch this and you're like, wow, they really didn't try on this one, so. I mean, I did start with Sakura Swim Club, which I really liked. I think that one was one of the good ones. Sakura Swim Club, Sakura Sports, the Monster Girl one is good, too. Sakura Dungeon. Yeah, Sakura Dungeon's good. And then, as far as other porn games on Steam go, not many are. I got this one, it was called VR Paradise. It's just a VR strip club, but it's not very good. We still haven't played League of Maidens. I know I haven't. I've launched it, but I haven't actually played it yet. So hit me up on a Thursday when we're done commentating on stupid AI sports games and we'll play. Man, is there even co-op at this point? I thought that was the whole idea of us buying it. We didn't buy it. I got you a free copy and I subscribed to the Patreon. And how much money have I spent on you over the years? Not a thin red dime. Because <laughs> I've never owned a thin red dime. Exactly. So my statement is technically correct. Anyway, Santa, the leader of Christmas, <laughs> he pushes on through that, Sean. Good for him. Bless your heart. Found that the elf population under his control had been halved. Outsourc- outsourcing the third ward. Yeah, I can't read. Outsourcing the third world hellholes like China and Flint, Michigan. <laughs> Ow. Kept his operations above water, unlike Flint. Yeah. But they needed to recoup their numbers. So- they're not underwater. <laughs> they're under leaded water. If anything, you don't want to drink the water because it's full of lead. Yeah. So it's heavier than most water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at your joke, Dave. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. I'm not laughing at his joke. That's okay. You don't have to either. Okay, good. Okay, all right. But they needed to recoup their numbers fast if the more labor-intensive divisions were to keep up with demand. So this is where Video Game Crunch came from. 
It's all Starbucks' <laughs> fault. <laughs> I zoned out for a second. Is Video Game Crunch one of those limited edition cereals? If only. Is Crunch Bar cereal a cereal? I thought you didn't like Nestle Crunch Bars. I don't. So why are you asking? I think there, there are people out there who do like Nestle Crunch Bars, and I feel like someone could make money. All right, so there is no Crunch Bar cereal. There is, however, a Nestle Crunch ice cream sandwich. That sounds good. But you can only get it in Thailand. What the hell? I'm not going that far. Wait, no. Logan, hooray, Kalu Kalei. It exists. Crunch Bar cereal exists? It fucking exists. Check the shame bucket, buddy. Wow. Black complete. <laughs> Why is it in French? <laughs> Apparently, you can only get it in France or Canada. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing those cereals. Sean. What? Get on that shit. I'll take a look. Sean, get us a couple of boxes of black complete. <laughs> no, you need to eat the cereal so you can black complete. Oh, yeah, I remember a bunch of crunch. I was really big into that when I was like fucking 10. Butterfingers BBs were better. Yes, you are correct. But Butterfinger BBs were outlawed in Germany, so I couldn't have them when I was a kid. Why were they outlawed in Germany? Whoever makes this list about worst cereals and says Honey Smacks is number one on the list. Honey Smacks? They're so good. Well, okay, good is a stretch, but there are several cereals. Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran is good. You shut your whore mouth. Raisin Bran is good and good for you. That's kid tested and mother approved, Steve. As opposed to Life Cereal. Life Cereal is also good. You know what's not good? Fucking Kicks. Kicks is disgusting. Kicks are good too. Dude, Logan, you fucks with some cinnamon life, don't you? I would fuck with all life. It's all good. Uh, I don't know. There's tears of life. All right. I have two words for you. All brand. Grape Nuts. Yeah, grape nuts are bad, bro. Grape nuts are far worse than what was the one? Honey Smacks? Yeah. I have three words for you based on a commercial that we saw in one of the VHS tapes I have. Microwaved grape nuts. <laughs> why? Oh. It was an actual ad for the cereal. I don't know why they would lead with that. It just so happens that only like ancient 90 year old and plus eat grape nuts <laughs> and they're like just now coming to terms with the fact that microwaves exist <laughs> what is this thing that they stuck in my room it goes yeah any bunches of oats are pretty good i love when they had the just bunches so fucking good you know you could just buy a box of granola <laughs> right yeah, but it's not the same. And it would taste better than grape nuts. We're still on page two. Is this considered literal edging for Buster Manwomb? Not literal. Literary. <laughs> oh, come on. We've had delays longer than this. We're not even 30 minutes into the episode. We've had ones where we didn't even start reading the story <laughs> until this one. <laughs> yeah, not in my butt. All right, go ahead, Sean. Elrond had fallen on hard times after he found out he wasn't needed for nearly as much of The Hobbit 3 as he'd banked on. He accepted that downsizing from his lofty title of Lord of Rivendell was an inescapable reality, but he struggled to accept that his best prospect as an elf was at the North Pole, assembling unruly Drake brand dildos. Oh, I get it, because it's not Bad Dragon, it's unruly Drake. That's funny. Mm-hmm. The one product whose expectations were too high for a flint sweatshop to meet. Papa Elf was walking along the workshop aisle with a face of constant disappointment. Speaking of disappointment, I am looking at the Sonic the Hedgehog Funko Pop cereal. 
First of all, Sonic looks awful. Second of all, they're advertising the rings and the cereal is just blue dyed Fruit Loops. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. Blue is my favorite type of cereal. To be fair, if they really wanted it to be more Sonic-like, they would be gold rings and they would magically turn your milk blue. Huh, that's a good idea. Yes, I know. I'm a genius. Logan, why aren't you in marketing? Huh. Like an incel who shoved a lemon up his ass every time a date checked his Twitter and canceled. <laughs> what? That's a good joke. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Every time he walked past an elf at risk of being crushed to death, should the pile of dildos they sculpted fall upon them, he would nod and move on. Halfway down, he saw an elf try to leave to take a bathroom break before being gunned down by the sniper in the guard tower. That is a fucked up place to work. Holy shit. And I've worked at GameStop. It's like Amazon. Amazon will not shoot you if you go to the bathroom, I don't think. Yeah, they will. You don't know this. They'll let you die. <laughs> They'll let you die? Yeah. Someone had a heart attack and they delayed calling 911. Ouch. It was like a couple months ago. Don't worry, elves are supposedly pretty immortal. <laughs> they only want to torment the poor little bastard, not affect his productivity. Papa Elf stopped at Elrond's table. His face not unlike that of George Cassandra's father after hearing his son say he wants to become a ventriloquist. He pulled out a measuring band and had it against Elrond's dildo pile. Elrond? Papa Elf declared loudly enough for the other workers to hear. Seeing other workers get chastised or shot were the only things that broke up the monotony. The height of y'all pile of self-ejaculating, triple-rippled S.I.R. unicoctopuses is only substantial. Yes, Elrond declared. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it should be yet hazardous already. How many have you made today? Next up is me. The elves of Rivendell were craftsmen of legendary renown. Elrond explained with grace and duty. Uh, hmm? You said duty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get the laughter out. 15 minutes until recess. Our value was upon the quality of our work, not the speed. Speed if it. Papa Elf whistled. A red dot fixated on Elrond's chest from the tinsel-adorned sniper tower. 85, Elrond said. Ha 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 ha. Admirably attempting to mask his shame, the workshop went silent. That's 420 behind quota, Papa Elf said, scribbling across. Ah, 420. Yeah, it's the weed number. 420. Don't blaze it. <laughs> it's the funny weed number. Yeah, ha 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 ha. Numbers are funny. You guys are acting like a kindergarten class right now, by the way. How so? Kindergartners don't have cool fucking thoughts like that. Kindergartners don't know about weed. They don't know about weed and cereal. <laughs> I think that kindergartners might know about weed these days. Yeah. Dude. They hit puberty at the age of three. Oh. It's all the human growth hormone that the genetically modified beef is putting in them. Yeah, Monsanto goes around. I don't think they inject human growth hormone into the cows. Uh-oh, I hear another Hyrule Jones segment coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Hyrule Jones. I am sick and tired of human growth hormone being inside my beef. I don't want to go home to my children. And that's, uh, that's probably a full stop right there. But I don't want to go home to my children <laughs> who, when I get there, are taller than me. 
I have a two-year-old. He's seven foot three and plays in the <laughs> NBA. <laughs> Where was I? How do I keep going? Floor 20. Papa Elf said, scribbling a crosshair over Elrond's name in red ink. One foolishly dank elf in the background broke the silence by yelling, Ha ha! Blaze it! Oh, so it's fucking you guys. Before getting their innards pulped by the sniper. <laughs> this isn't acceptable behavior, Elrond, Papa Elf said gravely. If you were working for Amazon, you would have already lost most of your internal organs to recoup profits. Thanks, Val. You called the joke before the author could. <laughs> and I didn't even read ahead. Do better. Okay. Oh, why do you not just say it? Elrond asked defeatedly. I'm the worst toy maker in the world. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> what? I feel like cotton-headed might be like a weird old-timey slur. Ninny muggins. Every elf with an earshot gasped in a manner similar to if a gaggle of nuns entered a church to see someone filleting a crucifix. Guys, gasp as if you saw that. Oh. <laughs> there was a, quite a mixture of emotions there that's great. This is the wrong crowd to play to for that one. I know. The hand of Papa Elf flew through the air, colliding with Elrond's cheek in the most stinging and vindictive of bitch slaps. I don't ever want to hear that filthy fucking language out of your filthy fucking mouth, you son of a bitch! Chill out, Elrond. Papa Elf screamed as the bitch slapped Elrond, flew to the ground, his exact state of consciousness a matter of debate. Two... Very large elves lumbered down the aisles, picking Elrond up by his dainty shoulders. Take this son of a bitch to the Shadowrealm. Oh, not the Shadow Realm? Okay. No, just the Shadowrealm. Yeah, put the elf on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's the joke, Steve. That's the joke, Steve. Uh, had Elrond been in a state permitting conscious movement, he likely would have been pleading or crying or incomprehensibly screaming, as most other elves are when there are signs, nay, damned to the shelves. Chapter two? Chapter two. About the author. Buster Womb likes three things mustard pickles, mustard pickles but for sexual reasons and not being told they resemble a microwaved real doll of Uncle Vernon. Wow. (laughs) Wow. All right. Poor Uncle Vernon. I miss him. Chapter two. Bear! E. Fistmas. Elrond woke up to the taste of blood in his mouth. I've been there, my friend. And the realization that his outfit had been changed from the unflattering workshop uniform to the even more humiliating elf-on-the-shelf outfit. Can't say I identify with that one. Elrond tried to leave, but was punched well, in the gut. that's because it's... That's because... That's because... You lost him. We'll never know. He's dead to us. Well, that's because you have... Uh, Dave! What? Welcome back. Give it. Oh, hello. D- David, we you you disconnected at that's because. I know, I can still hear you guys. Oh, what did you say? I said that's because you didn't have Elf on a Shelf, you had Minch on a Bench. 
<laughs> Why did you have to remind me that that was a thing? I totally blocked it out. I don't know what that is. Minch on a bench is the elf on a shelf Jewish equivalent. Yeah, oh. it's basically an old Jewish grandpa. Yeah, there's also a Bubby on the yeah, Bubby on a tubby or whatever. I don't know what. No, no, it's Bubby on something. Don't you remember I showed you the picture uh, when I went to Barnes and Noble? Yeah, but it was rule thirty four and it was called Bubby on my hubby. No, that would be gross and terrible and wrong. And I don't want to think about my Bubby that way. No, 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 no. Too bad you wrote it up. Especially since she hasn't changed in 40 years. No, her hair is exactly the same. Aron tried to leave, but was punched in the gut by two elves in Ushankas and trench coats guarding the door. Quiet. One elf hissed, his accent thick and Slavic, like if Nike sold coffee creamer. (laughs) (laughs) If you do not satisfy, we are all dead. Elrond went back to the shelf after the elves pulled AR-15s out of their butts and pointed them at him. Wow. I mean, at least Santa had the decency to outlaw bump stocks, so I think we're all right. God damn it. Newsflash from the North Pole. This is Hyrule Jones reporting on an outlawing of bump stocks here in the North Pole. How will these elves be able to defend themselves if Al-Qaeda or Obama show up to try to take their guns? Certainly not with bullets, because they don't have bump stocks. This is Alex Jones reporting. See, the thing is, I heard you say Oral Obama. Oral Obama. <laughs> comes to you and gargle your balls. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hello, everybody. I'm uh, about to go down. Here I go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. You like that, don't you, bitch? <laughs> The room looked part bedroom and part garage. A large circular platform about 20 feet wide was elevated about six inches above the ground. In the middle of it was Santa's sleigh. Valerie? What? You're up. What do you mean, what? How long have we been doing this show? Well, I'm on the same floor as you. I'm not up. Oh, fuck. Edron thought with the elvish grace. Such passion. What in the dry spices fuck is happening? Question mark, exclamation point. Is this because Xavier Bosch is kicking your uterus right now? He's kicking my cervix. Well, he's kicking some part of your insides. Yeah. I think if the child kicked at anything, it would probably also include the uterus, considering that's where it is. Well, as long as he's not being guile up in there and flash kicking the uterus, I think you're all right. (laughs) (laughs) As long as he's not kicking anything on the outside, you're fine. Let me out! Sonic boom! (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, sometimes it feels like he's doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Then the door. It opened. And Mr. and Mrs. Klaus rolled through the doors, making out, their limbs becoming lost in each other's rolls of fat. Oh, I wasn't far. Oh, as they tore more and more clothes off, moist sounds, like if a Canada goose was dipped in custard and fed an Arby's sandwich, filled the air as their tongues wrestled in the ferocious game of tonsil hockey. I bet icing is very dangerous in tonsil hockey. (laughs) <laughs> oh god, I lost my tongue! Gotta yeah, be careful of that high sticking. Yep. That's when you use their tongue and you slap their uvula. Yeah. No, I thought that's when you use your tongue to pick their nose. That's high sticking. Yeah. No. That's grabbing the puck. That's handballing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, handball. I don't know what it's fucking called. <laughs> Hand pass. 
<laughs> That's when the hockey puck exits the arena and hits the Make-A-Wish Foundation kid in the head. No! <laughs> Two minutes delay of game. <laughs> Get that kid another wish. Oh, oh my. This is a long parenthesis coming up. In seconds, Santa had, open parenthesis, we here at the main room, dumpster is lined through, family of wolves strike through, mega Mega corporations. (laughs) Mega porcorations. Mega porn corporations. Yeah, I mean, it's all the same. Mega corporations, we always look for ways to move towards a better future. And in one of those inflections, decided that Mrs. Klaus only labeled being a glorified declaration of her marital status in an artifact of archaic 20th century thinking. And thus proposed we piss off just about everyone by shirking this artifact onto the dust and collectively agreeing that Mrs. Cloud's name be Ahmed to the table. That's wonderful. So, mine is the giant parenthesis. It's in seconds, Santa had Hamid to the table. Ahmed cooed, oh, sensually, as Santa kissed down their wrinkled hide down to her ovaries. Whoa, got way in there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> As which point Santa commenced the full penetration. I mean, if he's already at the ovaries, uh... No, he's a master. Yeah. It looked, sounded, and smelled like someone glued glitter to two rotten pears and repeatedly squeezed them together. If whoever was handling the pear sounded like the two moany old fat people when she breeded. <sighs> Elrond was sweating like a president watching impeachment proceedings as the classes rubbed the tips of their sexual organs together. He always had a deep, wet crush for Santa. Hmm. From the moment he sat in the hiring office and looked upon the framed vintage cola ad featuring Santa, he had fallen powerfully and hopelessly in lust. It was a force over him more hopelessly powerful than any ring of power when he saw that rotund, wobbly belly, those pudgy yet wrinkled cheeks. So, David, when we do our cooking show, do you want to do a guest spot called Furries Making Curries? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Why the pause? I had to think about it. I was scanning for a clever joke, but then I'm like, you know what? That sounds delightful. Let's do it. All right, cool. Those ashy gray eyes of an immortal who has seen the madness of eternity and yawn. (sighs) Those shiny puckered lips of an old man who has clearly mastered the art of tonguing a good dick. Those youthful yet worn hands well learned in the arts of toy making warfare and pub fighting confused Turks. Okay. Okay. And his pretty boots. Elrond knew that he would get at least part of that wrinkled holiday icon inside his butt. David, give me that bass line again. Boom, boom, boom. Not the Turk line, the one you were doing earlier. Boom. That was not it either. Yes, it was. It was the fucking Kate Sith song. <laughs> he sweated profusely as the clouses began to gnaw upon each other, the room becoming thick with sweat that smelled of Albany steamed hams. Purely <laughs> <laughs> an Albany expression. He struggled to make himself still, like any good and surviving elf on the shelf. I was very tempted to say Albany steamed hams. How dare they steal our baby's name? No. <laughs> You're not going to let me name our child Albany steamed hams? No. Oh. It was too great to resist. 
I know that's why I picked the name. <laughs> His penis yearn for friction. Friction. Give me friction. He had to schlub the bub. Or schlub the boob. Schlub the boob. Schlub the bub. And hot sweet fuck did he schlub the bub. With a firm hand and shrieky gusto. Bubs! <laughs> he! he did schlub the bub. Z. Had his donkey been made of 1990s Play-Doh? Dinky. You said donkey. Had his dinky. No, I said dinky. Did she say dinky or donkey? I heard donkey. I heard donkey as well. Well, I blame you because you're always talking over me. I wasn't talking over you that time. No, you always are. <laughs> Every time you ever speak, even if I'm nowhere near you, like if I'm at work and you're at the doctor's office, somehow I'm talking over you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the divorce lawyer? We lost him in the mail. It turns out that Hyrule Jones is a certified divorce lawyer. Nope. Not interested. Okay, fine. <laughs> Had his dinky been made of 1990s Play-Doh, he would have schlubbed his bub to combustion. Kaboom. At Santa's moment of climax, Elrond threw his head back and emitted a sound that dedicated scientists would prove perfectly replicated the sound of a thousand octopi ass-fucking 8,000 institutionalized neo-Nazis. All I wanted was a Pepsi. Logan, can you try making that sound effect? What? Are you calling him a Nazi? No, I'm saying he's the octopi that ass fuck the thousand Nazis. I, d I don't... Let me try. <laughs> oh, nine! Nine! <laughs> Achtun! <laughs> Never mind Hans, he's into this sort of thing. How's that? That's uh, fine. I'll quadruple loop it over somehow. Thank you. <laughs> His eyes firmly shut the whole time. He opened them to see a sarcastically amused Santa staring at him from inches away, unblinking. I need you to give me your jolliest, most deep, warm, parental voice for this. And what's your name, you greasy thigh little slut? I really hope you don't talk to your child that way. <laughs> <laughs> Only sometimes. No! No! <laughs> uh, Elrond, sir! Elrond answered, his pale dingus puckering in shame. How can a dingus pucker? Well, I I he's getting flaccid. <laughs> like <Yeah>. this. <laughs> don't at me, bro. David, you're up. <laughs> okay. Get in the mood for this by taking my crunk juice. Yes, this is Christmas. Get in the spirit of Christmas, Dave. Dude, Christmas was literally two weeks ago. It's actually more than two weeks ago. No. Not if it's Ukrainian Christmas. It's Christmas in Florida, so 75 degrees and old people. So we're on page five, right? Yes. That's drink for everyone. It looks like you're here to help with the Christmas, Santa laughed. The sound of raw meat tearing, echoing as his retinas tore themselves into narrow slits. Ah! Ah! A rosy-lipped young motherfucker like you is exactly what I need to help me fulfill my duties. Now, get in the sleigh. Yes, daddy. Totally ignorant of the number of teeth falling out of Santa's mouth with every word. Oh, wait, this is Florida. <laughs> 
Elrond pranced to the sleigh on the elevated platform with a fabulously gay leap. Gay glee, not gay lee. No, no, I said gay leap. So I got, I got it wrong, but you got it wrong on the correction, so we both drink. Oh, fine, let's both drink. Cheers, mate! Cheers! Hyrule Jones here. Did you know that the demo man is Scottish? That's disgusting. To any of our Scottish fans, I actually love you guys. Ah, minty. Are you drinking creme de menthe again? No, peppermint schnapps. Gross. It's actually somehow worth. That's somehow worth? Worth? (laughs) Worse. I like to funnel candy canes directly into my urethra. That's that's Steve's hobby. Don't judge. Wait, what kind of fucked up drink are you drinking that it's still minty when it comes out? No, literally, it's just hollowing out a candy cane and shoving peppermint schnapps into my bladder. You know, like the fucking Big Jim fucking candy canes that you can get at like Costco and whatnot on the holidays? No. They're like three inches thick. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Well, uh, Logan, imagine a candy cane that is three inches thick, but there's no cane part of it. It's just like a fucking beating stick you use that's made of mint. That sounds like a cane. I wonder if anybody has given themselves urethral sounding with one of those gargantuo pixie sticks. He either urethral sounds with that or he hollows it out and uses it like a fleshlight. A minty, unfeeling fleshlight. Now there's something that video games live in distant worlds should have. An ocarina player who's playing through their dick hole. I was gonna say a make-your-own-fleshlight panel. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. I'm sure Tommy Tallarico would just love that. First, he got to watch the clauses partake of each other's naughty bits in ways that would make the most open-minded of Cirque du Soleil performers tilt their heads in confusion. Now he gets to help Santa deliver presents. He climbed onto the sled. Elrond had barely any time to wonder why the sled was made of bloodstained stone when a startlingly strong Ahmed Claus pinned Elrond down, fastening Elrond to the corners with the very same candy cane handcuffs Santo used when he did the thing she liked. She said in a soft, comforting voice, Everything is going to be over soon. You know, when you stare into the abyss at the end of your life, you're going to hear David saying that to you in that voice. Everything is going to be over soon. (laughs) Chapter 3, about the author. Buster Manwomb is a fucking... Is fucking livid. Buster Manwomb is fucking livid that all the things they've done. It took rewriting the Star Spangled Banner to the instructional guide for safe gay sex to be put onto the FBI watch list. And... And FBI watch list implying there are more than one. <laughs> there are. Seriously, not the accidental cannibalism, the purposeful cannibalism, the noodle incident. Fuck you. Chapter through the reckoning. Elrond felt two items land dully on his chest. He opened his eyes amidst the struggle and found his interest demanded by the black hollow voids where Ahmed's eyes used to be, leaking a deep red fluid far too curdled and viscous to be human blood. Oh, it's the furry curry. Oh, no. (laughs) Elrond looked down. Behind a pair of glass eyeballs rolling gently off his writhing chest, Elrond saw Santa chain his legs down. What teeth remained in his mouth splintered as dozens of serrated shark-like teeth squeezed into their place. His eyes tripled in size, and the sound of splintering bone accompanied the swelling of his fingers in the right hand. His right hand. His right hand, from the nails of which bloody tentacles emerged. His left arm split from the elbow, making way for several large tentacles, replacing his whole forearm and hand. Merry Christmas, everybody! As Ahmed tore off her garments, 
a gash split open in her throat, widening along her torso down to where the vagina would be on a human. Did you have to do the whole shaky vagina read? Yes, because it's funny. Part of his character now. The flesh tugged apart, revealing a swirling vortex of teeth, at the center of which lay the face of a baby, its skin the texture of raw chicken. Hacolites! Santa called to the air. The bodyguards opened the door, and fourteen elves in heavy hooded garb surrounded the platform in a circle. Begin the Christmas! The seven elves in red robes leaned forward. Worryingly girthy masses of oily metal cables slid from their mouths onto the ground. Animated tendrils split from the ends and writhed along along the surface of the platform, fitting into tiny ports, illuminating a blood-red septagram. That's a seven-sided pentagram. At which the sleigh rested in the center of. So, Buster Man Womb, no joke, have you ever considered writing articles for SCP? Yeah, this is like SCP-4006. Fucking evil tentacle Santa Claus. He's like, yeah, it's uh, Euclid. Fucking Santa Claus <laughs> tentacles. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Santa brings about the end of the fucking universe. All right, Logan, I think you're up last. Bring forth the sacrifice of pure blood. Ahmed called out. An unsettling warble and an unnatural volume in her voice. To her voice. Bring forth the sacrifice of pure blood! So some metal band has to um, has to use that in one of their albums now. Yeah, they have to sample this podcast. Yeah. And they, they better give credit. All right, so Val, let's contact Nano War of Steel and have them do it. I'm sure they would like that. The seven elves in green robes stood in the spikes of the septogram, presenting knives as Rudolph was hung upside down and placed above Elrond on the altar. Elrond was rock hard. And for an elf that is so old that he kicks himself in the balls every time he taps his shoes in a (laughs) bathrobe, that meant something. Oh yes, Santa Senpai, fill me up, stuff me. (laughs) Say it deeper, Logan. Blood for the blood god. Santa roared, grabbing Rudolph's neck. Blood for the blood god! The elves in green robes screamed in turn unsheathing vicious gnarled blades of pitch black metal and falling upon them. Santa plunged Rudolph's antlers into the soft of Elrond's abdomen. Blood erupted from the sacrificed elves like sanguine flames, merging into a moist vortex above Elrond before splitting into tendrils. Moist. And forcing themselves into his puncture wound as Santa removed Rudolph, casting him aside. Elrond felt like he had a tummy ache before his chest exploded. An unhealthy maelstrom of blood and fire erupted from his chest cavity, feeding a warp portal into the realm of chaos. (laughs) Now, Elrond rolled a nat 20 for recovery. Oh my god. (laughs) And had natural resistance to mortal wounds. So he lived witness two tentacles shoot from the portal and shoot up the rectal regions of Santa and Ahmed. This is like the uh, Christmas craters from South Park. Santa's navel sunk inward as a fiery orange eye popped in its place, taking up the bulk of Santa's torso. A botentacled separantine mass followed suit, tugging the first two tentacles to its front, using Santa as its eye and Ahmed as its mouth. Time for the ritual of Christmas! 
<laughs> David, can I get a Christmas? Christmas. No, no, no. More evil. Christmas. <laughs> Sean. Yeah. Christmas. Yay. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> All right, I'm doing the part of the elves. All children are evil. <laughs> the Eldritch Mass screamed. Show me all the naughty little boys and girls. That will get you on a government watch list. Holograms of millions of young children doing the sort of menial shit they'd get sent to their room for surrounded the platform. The chaos demon screamed as he began to absorb the life force of the children and indoctrinate them into his chaos army. Then a blinding white light filled the room and the emperor of mankind was there. Cease thine shit, foul wretch of the warp, the emperor of mankind, declared, mm-hmm. cleaving apart the left and right halves of each elf with a single swipe of his mighty sword. Return, wretched being, to your realm of vicious chaos. And then did the emperor of mankind did cleave the being in thousands of tiny pieces, dicing its jolly appendages into hideous jiggly bits. Oh, dearest sticky fuck. Thank you. Dearest sticky fuck. Elrond said, My dainty elvish chub was dangerously close to deflating. Very confused. I have a gift for you. The Emperor of Mankind. Emperor of Mankind. Emperor of Mankind. Oh, wow, really? Elrond said, still chained to the sleigh. Yes. Death, the Emperor, Emperor of Mankind, of mankind. Mm. declared, obliterating Elrond. Uh-oh, David powered down. And so Elrond was obliterated and spared the horrible fate of an eternity of corruption by chaos. And with that, we're going to go away and bring in our guests for this week. Steve, are you ordained? Yes, I'm actually ordained by the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Ah, I don't think that flies in the state of Minnesota. Ha! That flies everywhere. It's an officially federally recognized church. Yeah. Hmm. I know in Maryland, as long as you are recognized by a federally identified religious body, it counts for you to marry people. Why? Do you want me to marry somebody? Maybe. Sweet. Let me know. Just a thought for the future. <laughs> I've already married one couple, and I had an absolute blast emceeing and running their wedding. I would be more than happy to spread that love around. Did they know about this ahead of time, or was this just like an ambush marriage? They asked me to do it. The whole reason I've been <laughs> ordained in the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster is because they asked me to head up their wedding. Did they ask you to specifically do the Flying Spaghetti Monster? Because that sounds like a Jeremy kind of thing. No, but it, <laughs> he did make a joke afterwards about how they got married on Talk Like a Pirate Day, the officially most holy of holidays in the Church of the FSM calendar. Clearly. Hmm. It is. Anyways, you said you were just going to have your sister do something? I was going to have my sister do it, but she gets stage fright really, really bad, and she doesn't want to do it. I will happily marry people. It's a joy to do as long as I get a sandwich or something. Oh, you'll get more than a sandwich. You're going to have a blast, man. We're going to have a wild wedding. Yes! Sweet! (laughs) I really hope that there's a water slide and a bouncy castle. Yes. Bouncy castle, very likely. An adult bouncy castle. Because no children will be allowed. (laughs) My friends got that for their wedding. So it's just a bouncy castle with a bunch of tits on it. Sure. That sounds like a great time. $34 to get ordained for the Flying Spaghetti Monster. It is. I paid for it. 
<laughs> Does it work in Canada? I don't know. I don't know what Canada's laws are. Anyways, welcome, Mana and Fizz. Good to see you guys. First guests of the year. Woo! Not the freshest of meat, but fresh enough. Ouch. Not not like that. <laughs> not like... I mean, I could just go home. Aren't you already there? No. Technically, I'm not. <laughs> well, I mean, you're in a home, yes? May or may not be a dumpster behind an IHOP. Oh, I'm sorry. You're in Minnesota. Are you in a fishing shack? Oh, God, no. You would not catch me on the lake right now. <laughs> it's the ice. It's not thick enough. I'm assuming Fizz is recording in a masturbatorial shed, Ben. Yeah, basically. Okay, good. It was t-shirt weather today. It was like 24 degrees. I hate this. I want more snow. Me too. I like snow. I would just like winter. The coldest it's dropped here in Florida is it was 54 one day. I'll trade you, Dave. Yo, send it here. <laughs> I wish. I want it to be cold. I want it to be wet so everybody else is miserable and they don't know how to drive and I don't have to go to work. <laughs> it's currently minus 24 degrees Fahrenheit here. That's not t-shirt weather. No. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is, if you're brave enough. For a few seconds. Your metrics are different than our metrics, Logan. I digress. Let's finish this story real fast and then pass on to the next story for our guests. The death ritual of Christmas is no more. The Emperor of Mankind declared in a manner so majestic that despite the fact that nobody was present, all of mankind had heard and internalized it. Instead, I declare it be replaced with a ritual of gift-giving commemorating my gift of protection from the warp and the forces for this dead horny elfman. I almost said horny Danny Elfman and all of mankind. I mean, there was that one Family Guy joke. He was up for a porn nomination for best porn score. <laughs> My word is law! So, war scholar Randomness Namicus declared, based on a series of surviving documents found on Holy Terra, we have determined this to be the basis of a popular pre-Imperium holiday known as Xmas. Randomness's boss, Jim Bob Grimdark, the 10,353rd, stared blankly at Randomness. You know, Horus the heretic was pretty heretical, but this, this is some fucking heresy. The very uttering of the word heresy ticked off an inquisitor in orbit who immediately blew up the whole planet, you know, for the emperor or something. For the emperor. The end! Partake of thine holidays of choice, enjoy them, and consume the eggiest of nogs, not you, David, because the last time you consumed eggnog in my presence, it was in my fridge for six months. That's your fault. That you sounds just like a you problem. Why'd you leave yeah. it in there so long? At any time, thrown it away. <laughs> Buster Man Womb commands it, unless you're allergic. All right, next up is going to be Mana with Yoda and Tequila. I'm allergic to tequila. Oh, no. Well, then I'm glad that you can read about it instead of drinking in real life. <laughs> I was going to be all excited because Yoda, but... Mm, what about Tila tequila? I Ooh. hate Tila tequila. Fuck that Nazi. I'm not a fan of her either. No. Yoda and Tequila by Blazemaster9. Summary. See what happens when Yoda drinks tequila. He does stuff Jedi do not do. <laughs> nice. 
Asterisk, chapter one, asterisk, colon, Yoda and Tequila. Yoda and Tequila. <laughs> dash, 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 dash. It is quite a quiet night we find Anakin Skywalker walking the streets when all of a sudden a man had just robed some women. Anakin runs after the man. I thought I messed up and I did not. <laughs> Anakin, stop! Get back! As Anakin call out, the man keeps running. Going through a crowd, he sneaks, spelled wrong, into a night. Anakin follows him in. Anakin sees, with an apostrophe, the guy and uses his force pull. Use. Ah, fuck. And use his force pull. Guy, what the fuck are you doing, motherfucker? <laughs> Anakin, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin then punches the guy in the face, knocking him. The police came and took the guy to jail. <laughs> that was a thing. And that happened very quickly. As Anakin is about to leave, he knocked. Knocked? Or not kid? Not kid? <laughs> not kid. Some people chatting, go, 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 go. Anakin went to go see what was going on. Anakin was shocked of what he saw. It was Master Yoda dacing with stripers and drink a bottle of tequila. <laughs> Yoda. Oh, yes. Shack that ass. Oh, come on. At least give me a Yoda voice. Mmm. Mmm. Ask that shake. Shack that ass. Ooh. Ah. Oh, watch yourself, you must. <laughs> tequila near shake. Mmm. <laughs> Boom. You put it in the hoop like slam. girls he yes that is the sound that girls make right val i've heard you say he hundreds of times (laughs) (laughs) this checks out anakin master yoda what are doing yoda oh fuck (laughs) fuck Yoda was shocked, I almost said shocked, Shock. to see Anakin. <laughs> Everything starts to look wrong. It does. Yeah. No Jedi knew, wrong knew, that Yoda would do this. Yoda, oh Skywalker, what are you doing here, wrong? Anakin, what am I doing here, still wrong? You ask, what are you doing? And this against the code of the Jedi. Dan- dancing is against the code of the Jedi? Apparently. Mm, pelvis machinations against the code they are. Dancing girls and shacking the ass. You're not allowed to even be happy. Were the Jedi the antagonists in Footloose? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Confirmed. Yoda, look, Anakin, come with me and I will exaplane. <laughs> As Yoda gets off the stage, Anakin starts to follow him to a back room. The back room looks like it is reserved for Yoda. In the room, you find hoes everywhere. Yay! Oh, wait, when did I get in this story? I'm very surprised that they haven't spelled Anakin wrong yet. The one Anakin fan. We found them. <laughs> we did it. George Lucas, you can be justified now. No. Anakin, so master, start explaining. Yoda, well, you see, Skywalker, I come here, wrong, to unwind. Unwind. That can also spell wind, like you wind a string. Wind is funnier. 
Don't judge me. <laughs> to have some fucking fun. It all happened. Happed. It all happened two years ago. Uh, ago. When by. <laughs> at, oh, God. Fuck that word. <laughs> what? Wow. it? <laughs> it? When are they bringing Harry Potter spells into this? Meh. I drank a whole bottle of tequila. A whole bottle of tequila when I was drunk as fuck. I was cussing fuck hoes, doing crazy shit that <laughs> Jedi do not do. But I realized I barely remember any of it. <laughs> and what I don't remember does hurt, spelled wrong, me or others. Are you okay? No, I'm having a seizure. <laughs> this is the pergananant of spelling, like every word. Yeah. Well, and there are like complicated words that are spelled perfectly fine too. Like tequila. Like tequila. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> angry <laughs> about <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> A's or R's. You don't mix them. <laughs> Anakin. So you saying I can have bear and do crazy shit. Well, yes, you can have a bear and do crazy shit. Yoda, no, bear is not good. Does not get you drunk. Drink tequila, then it is okay. You're wrong, Steve-O. <laughs> I don't know. Some people are pretty lightweight. But a bear gave me the tequila. I see if I drink a lot of tequila, I can do crazy shit and have sex with girls. Yoda. Yes, but the girls must be hoes, like these bitches up here, because with hoes, you don't feel love for them. Whoa! <laughs> oh. oh my. The true Jedi wisdom, holy shit. <laughs> Speaking some truth up in these bitches. Anakin, okay, then give me that tequila. See in the next chapter when Anakin drinks tequila. <laughs> Thank you for that. That was great. Wow. Whew. So, Mr. Van Sickle, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this character. It's kind of an obscure uh, mascot from a game way back in the day. It's um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Never heard of him. Who to what now? Bubsy. <laughs> this is Sonic <laughs> Lemons and Lemonade. There's no Bubsy in this. By Harmonian Zutarian. Summary, Dr. Robotnik's tortured obsession with the relationship between the exploitation of biohistory and the renunciation of the hidden is insufficiently problematized. They found my master's thesis? <laughs> I was going to say, he gets the exact opposite of what I had. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a little bit of competence whiplash here. Hang on, is problematized a real word? I think? It's not underlined. I'm scared. It's it's just when you make something a problem. Yes, apparently problematizes. <laughs> <laughs> Who said fanfic never taught us anything? Oh, God damn it! I read ahead. Don't. I mean, I did too. So drink, I guess. Yes, this dark and stormy is mostly stormy. I like those. Too bad I can't drink them for another five months almost. Oh, God. Yeah. You have to do this sober? She's pregnant. I mean, yeah, but I mean... Baby kicks to the cervix are just as good as drinking shots of tequila, right? Look, as a reward at the end, I get an epidural. Yeah, you get an epidural. <laughs> Not tonight. I said as a reward at the end. You didn't specify the end of the night or the end of the recording or the end of the pregnancy. Nobody has to know. 
I would prefer to know that it wasn't the end of tonight. <laughs> no. <laughs> Val, if you get an epidural anytime soon, you're not going to be able to hold the baby in for another four months so I can get those 12 weeks of paid leave. No. <laughs> <laughs> the story is called Sonic Lemons and Lemonade. Mm. Hey, guys! I got a thesaurus and help from a beta reader. Thanks for the wonderful advice, and I love you all. End author's note. This can't be good when they emphasize thesaurus at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least they're trying. <laughs> they really fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fucking shit. <laughs> good God. <laughs> oh. Oh, my. I've never heard Logan break that much that fast. <laughs> Logan, drink. No. <laughs> <laughs> Logan also is going to get an epidural at the end of this. I don't take epidurals. I just make them these days. <laughs> Sonic was in class with all his friends and Dr. Robotnik was the teacher. It was high school social studies. All right, I'm immersed. This is like Sonic High School. Fappin' already, mm. uh, Sonic got bored, turned to Amy, and whispered, Does he really think his intellectual flirtation with the relationship between the systemization of linguistic transparency and the eroticization of narrative authenticity is sure to meet with a warm reception? Oh my god. This is like one of those oh boy. chuds that just took a philosophy 101 class and now think that they're I was a philosophy major for two years and I just had major flashback this just reeks of false consciousness fuck false consciousness <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you didn't just take philosophy 101 you went past philosophy 101 and it only got worse the more I went up Val it really did well now that's not my issue <laughs> Amy rolled her eyes and said, I can't interact with you. It's against the rules. We'll get reported for interactivity. And that's why David and I can never be friends. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's what they used to say in my multimedia web design courses. Was your multimedia web design course taught by a nun? Were you slapped with a ruler every time you did anything but type? Yeah, it was a weird school. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the beginning days of the internet... <laughs> yes, I remember when the internet was first born. I remember a time before frames. I remember Web 2.0. I remember a time before tables. Who had the website that had the power levels listed? Was that Devin? That was me. That was you, Dave? Of course it was. I was the weeb. I'm still confounded at the fact that Ebom's world still exists. God, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is one of the strangest things in the world. It's a thing. What about Albino Black Sheep? I have not checked that one. Albino Black Sheep still makes stuff. I think Superbad's still around, too. Joe Cartoon is still around. Yay! No, Sonic said. That's just the rule bullies who do that, and as long as they never find us, we're safe. Rule bullies? Amy smiled a warm smile, a smile exactly like hot peaches no, covered no, no, with honey. No, 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 not, not exactly like. You're missing a word. Oh, God fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This, this one's actually like somewhat halfway competent. These throw me off. Amy smiled a warm smile, a smile exactly like like hot peaches covered with honey and made into a jumbo smoothie in a special high-tech blender. It was just that good. 
I've never seen a smile that looked like it was in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Although, if you ever look at sausages... <laughs> oh, wait a minute, hold on. Want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> I tried to fillet a Blendtec blender. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm drinking for that. Jesus. <laughs> Will it blend? So did it blend? I sure did. <laughs> Amy lowered her voice and replied, Well... Many people say the uh, the authentication of the proper name effect is often confused with the internal structure of communicative rationality. What the fuck? What does that even mean? Oh my god. It's like sitting and reading your lease agreement on your car. No, actually, that mumbo-jumbo makes sense. It's more like corpse speak. It's like a Supreme Court justice rewrote Time Cube. How's that? <laughs> Synergize. Sonic shifted in place, fluffing his quills to get comfortable at his desk, and said, That can be true in certain polemical circumstances. However, a stringent treatment of the relationship between the authentication of the proper name effect and internal structure of communicative rationality loosens the notion of what it might mean to be systematic. I need more booze. I need stronger booze. Are they fucking yet? (laughs) I can't tell if they're fucking. They're kind of like... Word fucking. I bet there's a lot of eye fucking going on between people. Sure, that's happening. If you mean people like gouging their eyes out, yes. That too. Class let out then, and Sonic went to find Cosmo. They were supposed to work at the lemonade stand, but there was a severe shortage of lemons. Instead, Sonic found Sally. Sally the squirrel was crying. Sonic came over to her and said, Hey, Sally, don't cry. What's wrong? Sally looked up, tears glistening in her eyes like a thousand Niagara waterfalls, and said, The royal bodies were here just an hour ago. Why? They took away all the lemons, even the very small ones that weren't at all sour in any way. They said that the poetics of communicative interaction instantiates the cooperation of the unspoken. Cooptation. Said Sonic, wearing a Shea Gravara t-shirt that he bought at Hot Topic. <laughs> I miss I was the castle with Sally. <laughs> Those were simpler times when the plot was easy to follow. I miss when the story repeated itself five times over with no explanation. I miss when the story repeated itself five times over with no explanation. <laughs> You're not getting one of the five out of me. <laughs> Dave? What? (laughs) I guess that's an no. Sean? I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog and Tails were best friends. I thought he was going to say I was saying (laughs) wooers. Is this the joke equivalent of pushing rope? Through your urethra? Yes. Oh, rope burn. Through where else? Mm, Them ropes have come. No! Those are not ropes! (laughs) No! Yes, ropes! Steve-O, just because you don't shoot ropes have come. Tell me more about the rationality of first name basis consciousness! Please, no. (laughs) I don't know, I want to know how this person can wax poetic about ropes have come. Logan's doctoral thesis. (laughs) (laughs) It's also, you know, part of his, just his paper about immortality in general. Step one. Cut off one of your nuts. <laughs> Sacrifices must be made. <laughs> That's just how alchemy works. The elder gods were like, well, damn, we didn't think you'd go this hard. 
Well, considering we now know that Santa Claus is one of the eldritch gods, we can do that, right? I suppose. Yeah, makes sense. Santa, I bequeath thee no coal this year. I have sacrificed my left, not for you. It was the right. Did it work? <laughs> I haven't gotten coal <laughs> since. <laughs> Sonic said, as if that could be a reason. We'll just look for some more lemons ourselves. I'm sure we'll find plenty more. The rule bullies can't be everywhere, can they? Spoiler alert, they can. No. I think it's just a classic case of the apparently harmless. Je <laughs> d'esprit! <laughs> Je d'esprit! Concerning the relationship between the divisibility of narrative sequences and therefore the fragmentation of the culture identity should resolve the disputes over terminology. Industry. That... Cultural industry. Fuck. You know, if your culture industry is fragmented, you should defragment it. I found the boxes soothing. <laughs> And therefore, the fragmentation of the culture industry should resolve the disputes over terminology that have plagued the field since its inception. Sally replied, Well, I certainly find the logic of... <laughs> teleological narrative is unconvincing. However, perhaps I could argue with a lukewarm... Agree. I could agree with a lukewarm affirmation of the relationship between the invention of civil society and the emergence of panopticism. Remember when memes consisted of phrases like, I like turtles, and didn't have to use words like, panopticism? I made you a cookie, but I eated it. Yeah. Um, I can have cheeseburger. Oh, really, Owl? How is Babby formed? Oh, really? Yeah, really. Long cat. <laughs> Whack. Rafflecopter goes schwa, schwa, schwa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one I haven't heard in ages. Anime is real. Geodude is real. And strong, and he is my friend. Anime was a mistake. Yep. Video games was a mistake. Bees churger. <laughs> Next up is David because he's going to bed. I'm going to bed. What a baby. How dare you say that about my family? <laughs> Look, don't put down David's emergence of panopticism, okay? <laughs> Every boy goes through that sometime during their life. Sounds like he's something you need to go see a doctor about. Sonic said, That's the spirit, but this makes me think of very much that any affirmation of a culture industry affects linguistic construction and parent-child dynamic. Wait, there are too many long words in that. Could you rewrite it slower? Yes. That's the spirit realness makes me think very much. That any affirmation of the You are sitting bullshit. in the Wendy's drive-thru. Uh, ooh, where'd you get this at? <laughs> <laughs> the Wendy's drive-thru. At the Wendy's drive-thru. My wife bought me pineapple. Nice. From the Wendy's drive-thru? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Florida pineapple. Oh. Now, please read this as if you were ordering at Wendy's. I'll take one more. No! Oh, was that a cat I heard, too? Yeah, so is my cat. Ow. No, that was the narrative sequence that disputes the terminology that has plagued the field since its inception. I hate this story. <laughs> it's your fault. Uh, you're the one who picked it. I can't tell if they're fucking. They aren't. Come on. <laughs> Come on up here. Go ahead, Dave. Too many words for fucking. Come on. David, stop eating pineapple and read the story. No, he's playing with the kitty. Come I can hear the kitty. She's so precious. David, stop feeding the kitty pineapple. I want Wendy's pineapple. That's the spirit. 
Well, this makes me think very much that any affirmation of the culture industry reflects the linguistic construction of the parent-child dynamic. We should strike before the moment, the, 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 the moment of unadulterated new historicism pervades the reconscription of the unnamed. They're not fucking yet. I want to believe that he orders at Wendy's like this. <laughs> yes, I will have the double baconator with, um... I will have the square-shaped beef patty with a linguistic piece of bacon on top replicated seven times with some bovine milk excrement on top. Ew. Ew. And a Kaiser bun. Oh, and could I get a side of teleological narrative? Yes, yes. With extra salt. I believe you refer to it as sawsome sauce. And a congealed semi-frozen mass of cultured proteins and calcium that is difficult to suck out through a straw. I was going to have dinner, but now I'm not sure I'm hungry anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Panopticism at its finest. Sir, how is your order? Mm, the narrative is unconvincing. <laughs> and I ask to be explicitly adulterated. Can I please have a Wendy's partially gelatinated non-dairy gum-based beverage? Sir, this is Wendy's, not McDougal's. Uh, it's from Krusty Burger, but you know. Was he kissing the pineapple? Yes, the pineapple is quite kissable these days. <laughs> No, it was the cat kissing the pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) With that said, Sonic and Sally went to the lemon forest to look for lemons. There they found Nick the Weasel and Rougay already gathering from the trees with a huge basket, almost overflowing with lemons. Sally... (laughs) 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 Sally... (laughs) Sally gasped as she looked from one tree to another. The lemon forest was full of lemons. A uh, lemon forest. Isn't that an orchard usually? Yep. Yeah, it's called Archive of Our Own. Every single tree was loaded with as many lemons as it could stand, or more. Again, this is Archive of Our Own. If you have a bunch of them, you can have a lemon party. Uh, <laughs> no. Ralge smiled and said, Yep, they can confiscate a few pitiful lemons, but they can't destroy the forest. Sally frowned. There were a lot of good lemons, but there were so many rotten ones, too. And they stank. Hold on, cat. Stank sword. Shush. The sank stored of doom. The sank stored? Stank. I just hear Dave yelling at his cat. Was that him singing Sandstorm at the cat? do 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 that's not Sandstorm. <laughs> Freaked out a little bit because in the backing music I have going on, there's somebody randomly hitting a cowbell, and I thought Dave was hitting a cowbell at his cat. <laughs> you know, I'm dedicated to the bit, Steve. Do you have a cowbell? I do. I have no idea where it is, though, so don't ask me to go get it. I actually have a cowbell in the next room, also. Mana, go grab your cowbell and do it for Dave. Do you really want me to grab the cowbell? I will grab the cowbell. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. BRB. Go get the cowbell. Come back with it, but don't play it immediately. Wait until your heart decides that it is time to play the cowbell. And then just go. But nobody, nobody, nobody can acknowledge it. 
You just have to let the cowbell play behind me, okay? We all in agreement? Do it. Do I have a lizard or something, cat? Is that what this is? I just noticed the pineapple cat has clock eyes. This unnerves <laughs> me now. <laughs> hey, babe. Don't be confused if you hear a cowbell, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Can't really get better than that. <laughs> How long would it take to dig through all the rotten ones to find the very best lemons? The ones suitable for making lemonade. Sally didn't realize she'd spoken her thoughts out loud until Rougay replied, Empowerment goes along with the discourse of semantic drift. But of course, <laughs> the panhumanic aesthetic ideology reaffirms reading of paratextual apparatus. Question. What? Is semantic drift in any way associated with Kansai drift? No, it's associated more with the drift from Pacific Rim. Moving on. <laughs> Furthermore, leading ideas in the imposition of metaphoric exchange is ultimately parasitic on the work of less well-known writers in a linguistic context, and so it only takes a few hours to fill a basket. You ever been in a meeting where you just immediately start falling asleep? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening right now. Nick the Weasel said, Yes, only about two hours and 37 minutes for this basket. I'm sure you could do just as well in finding your fellow lemons for your little lemonade stain. Sonic giggled and said, Just as I expected, this ultimate stringent of treatment... Ultra stringent. <clears throat> just as I expected, this ultra stringent treatment of the relationship between the eroticism of the print culture and the diggers' eroticism of anthropocentric history... Of an anthropocentric... I, that's what I said! Shut up! History suffers from its creators in almost complete ignorance of the considerable perspicuity. Perspicuity. That's not even a word. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Yes, it is. What does it mean? Without looking it up. No idea. No fucking clue. <laughs> you college dropouts. I believe it has to do with being verbose. How on brand, if that's the case. Perspicuity refers to something that can be seen through, i.e. to lucidity, clearness of style or exposition, freedom from obscurity. Oh, so this is not it. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Why do I feel like that explanation clarified nothing? Ta-da! <laughs> Anyways, does anybody else want to go to Dave and Buster's this Friday for the MD Furs meetup? No. <laughs> Strangely compelling. Pay for my flight and I will. <laughs> I find the narrative unconvincing. Sally complained, But these rotten lemons stink. We're going to have rules, bullies. Why can't they turn into a force for good and only get rid of the rotten ones? Sonic said, if only. They wouldn't be rule bullies if they didn't destroy the good along with the rotten. They aren't interested in getting rid of the rotten lemons. They're mainly about making sure they are the only lemonade makers in town. That's why they use machines to do their work for them. Then everyone will need to buy from them, even if they use rotten lemons themselves. <laughs> this is country time lemonade. There's nothing even remotely close to a lemon in it. <laughs> <laughs> well contributed. Ruse nodded in anticipation and replied, Psycho will always continue with the rise and fall of dictatorial regimes. Dictatorial. 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 Death of the bird from Flintstones. Dictabird by Harvey Corbin. That was his, one of his last roles before he died. If I may add an observation concerning the relationship between the hermeneutic... Hermeneutic. Hermeneutic. The menudo. The menudo of desire... <laughs> In the poetics of the literary canon, it frequently revives the often neglected field of post-structuralist semantics. 
Everyone had a good laugh at that, and then they went back to the lemonade stand and had a jolly good time making lemonade. Begin author note. So, uh, do you think, do I write better with a fifth or a thin beta? No. Yes. <laughs> I really wanted that to end with, and then they fucked. I can maybe do this. Nope, I don't have edit <laughs> privileges. Never mind. <laughs> David, thank you. If you want to go to bed, you can do that. Oh, thank God. Before David goes to bed. There, there's your cowbell. I don't think I got enough cowbell in that. Um, can we take it from the top, boys? But really explore the room with the cowbell. Yes, it's good. I am the Bruce Dickinson. David, are you actually going to bed? Yes. Fuck you. Go. Going. <laughs> Can't stop me. Here I go. Good night, everybody. I love y'all. Logan, you're up next with a story about cows. Oh, sure. Don't even say I love you back. That's real nice. Thanks, guys. David, I love you. Goodbye forever. He already left. He's already gone. Damn it. Hold on. I have to call him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call him, too. (laughs) What? Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Is he calling him on Discord? David? (laughs) No! David! David! No! (laughs) Hello? 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 David, speak up for the people. Oh, this is not David. This is uh, Cremulon. Oh, hello, (laughs) Cremulon. Hello? (laughs) Have a good night, dude. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> you're disappointed in me. Why? I'm funny. <laughs> Logan, you're up with Of Cows and the Holy Goat by Hockey. Summary Diablo Goat Simulator One Shot. The secret cow. Don't level- read that. I'm supposed to read that. Shut up. Of Cows and the Holy Goat. Cramulon, is that you? <laughs> Why is Cramulon still on the phone? (laughs) (laughs) Hang up on Cramulon. Cramulon hung up on me! (laughs) Damn it, first I was rejected by many people, then I got my wife pregnant, and now this. Summary. Diablo (laughs) Gold Simulator one shot. The secret cow level was a place of madness, a realm of bipedal bovines bearing ill will towards any mortal. Overcome by the hell spawn. Hang on a sec. <laughs> the barf moo? baby. He is a He's so precious. Overcome by the hellspawn, a paladin seemed doomed until the beast of his salvation appeared of cows and the holy goat. Can you get a little closer? How's that? That's not good. <laughs> Just deep throat the mic. Don't do that. Don't listen to that voice on your left shoulder. Listen to your right shoulder. I'm on the left shoulder? Apparently. Because left is the devil's side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's why lefties always got their hands beat by the school marms. School marms? Don't joke about that. It's true. Marms? <laughs> Although in Boy Scouts, you sign and greet everyone with your left hand because it's closer to your heart. Also, you don't wipe with that hand. Marms? <laughs> marms? Yeah, Steve an old man. Is this the new bees? <laughs> yes, Solik says marms. Marms? By all that is holy, what is this madness? Marms? <laughs> it was a foolish question, Roland reflected. 
Madness had gripped all of Sanctuary. There was no reason to suspect this farm would be any different. And the light, for all its strength, could not always break through the darkness of said madness. But even so, while he had slain demons, beasts, and even his fellow man, nothing had prepared him for the horror. Compared. Nothing had compared him. Hmm. <laughs> to the horror that this farm had brought. Wait a minute. Demons, beasts, his fellow man, out of those, which do you think tastes best? Humans supposedly taste like pork, so... Yeah. So, definitely not that option. I believe the natives called them long pig. <laughs> Never cared for it too much myself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. woof. Woof, woof, You're woof. barely outside for a minute. Marms? <laughs> Marms? Oh, is this a throwback to nipple neck? <laughs> no, this is not a throwback to nipple neck. Everything should be a throwback to nipple neck. I have no neck, and I must nipple. <laughs> what blasphemy it represented against creation. Horrors that would give him nightmares darker than any hellspawn. Cows. Walking cows with halberds. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Moo! Moo, moo, Oh, creatures! The pow! Moo! I always say mooers. Moo! 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 Dink, 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 Moo! The paladin roared, moo, moo, moo. cutting through the bovine's moo. flesh as a cleaver would cut through the meat of a normal cow. <laughs> <laughs> a cow that existed to serve man, not kill him. No. Yes. Why is it like that? That sucks. <laughs> I hate it. I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> moo! Be gone, hell spawn. All right, everybody. Three, two, one. Nay. Why would it nay? It's not a horse. <laughs> The cows closed in, all mooing, no. all trying to carve him no. up. No. Can no. cows eat meat? No. That's a good no. question. He didn't know. No. Yes. No, no. Yes, they can. Okay. Generally, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Mm. That's how you get things like mad cow. Oh. The diet of cows wasn't something he'd ever really considered. In fact, he'd never really thought about cows much. Period. No. No. But he still no. knew that cows weren't meant to be able to walk on two legs or wield halberds. That's racist. That's specious. No. No. That's bobbinist. That's bobbinist? Bobbin! Oh, I thought you bovinist. said. I thought you said bobbinist. No, bobbinist. Or shoot bolts of lightning from their udders. That's also bobbinist. This is the de eroticization <laughs> of all bobbiny. Hell take you! He blocked the bolts with his shield. This was something new. And though he was sure it was his imagination, some of the cows looked surprised at this new development. But even so, they still pressed in. Some from some for melee, some at range. Some for brawl. I'm friends with Jeremy, so it's the initial G. Jeremy would never say those words, because he's a dirty melee player. <laughs> he needs to wash himself. Some for Moo. Summoning a shield of light around him, Roland tried to break free of the melee he found himself in. And for a time it worked. Cow after cow fell to his blade. No. The blade itself was covered in blood. No. He had to return to the portal that had brought him here. No. Return to Conduras and continue his search for the Wanderer. 
I'm going to get a little nitty gritty on the Diablo no- knowledge here. <laughs> I knew you would. You don't search for the Wanderer anymore after you get the cow level because you can't get the cow level until you beat the game. Moo. 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 Even for all of Marms? The- yes, Marms. Even for all the woe Diablo's malignance had wrought on that realm, it was still nothing compared to... Arg! Narg! Nothing compared to a bolt of, sorry, of light hitting him as shot from a cow's udders, stunning him. No! (laughs) Hitting him again, sending him to the ground, leaving him at the mercy of the cow's blades, or even their hooves. Akarat, I beseech you, lend me your... A whole horde of cows was, were sent flying through the air, and Roland <laughs> stared. <laughs> Had Akarat delivered him from evil? If so, he'd chosen a most unique way to do it. Because while he believed in the light and the light's prophet... Why are the cows on the Gravitron? <laughs> Why not? They returned from the moon. Uh, <laughs> he was not aware of the problem ever. <laughs> his followers it's getting faster in such a manner. <laughs> According to the sounds of his moves, about a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Done my page. All right, next up is Sean. Yeah, not by sending a rampaging goat. <laughs> the goat. Tore through the cows, <laughs> and Roland watched. <laughs> bovine after bovine fell to its charge, either impaled on its horns or sent flying through the air. Not moo, moo, marms, <laughs> marms, marms, marms. <laughs> Even the bolts of light did not phase it. Those cows too fell to its rage. Moo, moo. God damn it! <laughs> bah. And soon the cows were defeated. All that was left were those cows left on the ground, mooing their last moos as their Ooh. sins caught up with them. The goat turned around, and Roland fell down to one knee in reverence. Magnificent creature, he whispered. Chosen beast of the Akarats. Bah? Let it be known that I am grateful for your aid. Nevermore shall I eat lamb. Bah! That I shall regard the goat as creation's most beautiful creature. Bah! You have so much emotion in your animal noises, Sean. It's a lot of nuance there. That I shall forever remember your service, O Lord of Goats. Bah! (laughs) Roland dared to lift his gaze, watched as the goat turned around, as a portal opened, as it headed through, beyond sight and mind, to a realm that he could only dream of and then it closed and he was left alone with only the company of the light to guide him and the memory of his savior the lord of goats author's note so it turns out goat simulator has a secret level called twist tram that leads to the not so secret cow farm pretty clear where this came from then no so do we want to read erotic or not erotic keep in mind Erotic involves the Three Stooges. Three Stooges, Three Stooges, Three Stooges, Three Stooges. I don't want to hear the other option. Erotic. The other option is a crack fic involving Elsa getting breast implants. 
<laughs> erotic. <laughs> as funny as that sounds, I want erotic. You want erotic? Can I change my answer? <laughs> uh, no. Next up is me. So this is Bored at Work by Pink Louver 93 Summary. Another three Stooges fic with Mo slash Larry. Rated M for Extreme Lemon. You've been warned. It's Mo X Larry. I'm just going to make sure we're going to get to the sex in the few pages we got left. Well, I just said we're going overtime. What are we going to do? Three reads? Sure. Why not? No. 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 Arms? I mean, I do work at a school, so I gotta be up early. I'm gonna start at page four. Oh my. But, but we need to film. <laughs> so they're looking for jobs, and they got fired from their last one because they had sex during the job, and that's where we are. All right. I see Shemp in there as well. And no need to be overly enthused, boys. No one comes to the store at this hour anyway. Just keep a good lookout, do what you're supposed to do, and when I come back, we can close early. How's that sound? Good! Cool! Moo. They both said. Soon, the boss Pip-Pup cheerioed them and left, leaving Moe to look around the dead store. Gee, it sure has been a busy day, but we've done a quite a good job, wouldn't you say, Larry? Yeah. Larry said as he secretly smirked, a thought coming to mind. Hey, I'm going to go check the fitting rooms, all right? Okay, Mo absentmindedly said, then did a double take. Wait a minute, we just cleaned those. He went to the fitting room area and looked around. You dinkle brain, we already cleaned the fitting rooms. Come out and help me with that pretty boy's prom suit. Uh, I don't know if I can. Mo looked to the stall where two feet were. Feet without shoes. Hey, what are you doing in that porcupine? You can't take your shoes off at work. He trickled with the doorknob. What? How do you- Shh, just let it happen, Steve. Okay. He trickled with the doorknob, opening it. You know, you're gonna screw this up for us and- ah! <laughs> <laughs> Did you stub your toe? I think I shut my finger in one of the drawers. <laughs> Why did you do that? Great job. <laughs> he almost fell to the floor, screaming in pain because the drawer really hurt. That's real method acting, is getting the real scream from slamming your own hand in a drawer. <laughs> he almost fell to the floor when he saw Larry had his shirt off and one of his pants buttons were undone, showing a bit of his boxers. Larry gave Mo that look. So what do you think when you hear that look? You do the double eyebrows raised, and then the one eyebrow raised, and then the other eyebrow raised, and then the double again. I think they shouldn't have mixed single and double quotes. This bothers me. <laughs> Come on, Mo. We've got less than an hour. He said in the sexiest way possible. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna lose this job. Our boss actually understands us. So he'll understand why our clothes are off. Come on, join me. No. I said, no, Larry. <laughs> That's final. He smacked his companion, only making him more aroused. Oh, it's only one smack. Sorry. Take two of the smacks back. <laughs> oh, Mo, do it again. <laughs> like you did to me last night. Mo remembered last night and blushed. Uh, I'm not smacking you there, Larry. I. Suddenly, Larry roped him in for a hungry kiss. <laughs> Mo didn't fight this, losing all control as he bit down on Larry's lip hard. Ah! Mo kissed Larry's neck apologetically. Ah, I'm, I'm sorry, Larry. I. Do it again. What? Do it again. I like it. I like the pain. Mo! Mo gave him a surprised look. 
you mean you like this? Then he bit down on Larry's nipple, almost causing him to scream, but only causing him to shriek a little bit. <laughs> Can I get a tiny shriek from somebody? <laughs> that was the sound of somebody stopping suddenly on a basketball court in new sneakers. That's why they call me sound effects, man. Larry chuckled deviously. Yeah, I, I've got a serious problems. That's oh. not a problem. You've always had problems, porcupine. Shut up and take your shit off. Take your shit off? Take your shit off. <laughs> Larry declared, then tore his fancy shirt off. Mo hid his chest a bit, scared. Now I'll have to pay for that. Shut up, you polehead, and let loose, will ya? You've got some pole up your ass or something. Get it out. Wait, what's the safe word? Francis Scott Key. Okay. I'm glad it hasn't changed. <laughs> Val? What? You're up next. Oh. I thought you, you were directing the safe word to me. I'm no, like, Val, oh, okay. next up is you. Okay. That's a long safe word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make way for your pull? Mo asked in the naughty way. Well, I... Larry paused and chuckled like a naughty school teacher. <laughs> school teacher. School marm. School marm. Yes, we brought it full circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mata. Muzzletoff. Scolding his men. Naughty, naughty Mo. Mo smacked him. Shoot up. We don't have much time left. If you've got me, now hurry up before I change my mind. Well, why didn't you say so before? With that. Larry pulled Mo in for another long kiss. Mo pushed him further into the fitting room and locked the door. He pushed Larry to sit down on the bench, sitting on his lap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he pulled out his pants and pulled down his own. Okay. Okay. He got down on his knees and noticed Larry had a boner, trying to push itself through those slightly tight boxer shorts. You fetter brain. Do you always get hard at work? Larry blushed. Yeah, most smirk. I'll take care of that. With that, he slowly pulled Larry's pants down. I thought he already did that. It's just a box of briefs. Just pulling down multiple pairs of pants. Also, thank you for the screenshot of what marms are, Fizz. Now I want to go back to Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Larry's pants down to expose his fully erect member. Two and a half inches erect. Impressed? I am. Eh. <laughs> that sounded like a pigeon flying away. It's just a tornado in a barn. Barns? <laughs> no, it's Twister. Except we don't have... Bill Paxton anymore. Yeah. Oh, she sounds so sad. Well, yeah. I mean, you would be too if you realized suddenly that Bill Paxton was still dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he caressed it a bit, causing Larry to moan a bit and squirm on the bench seat. <laughs> so Mo I'm just imagining every time they say ah from now on, it's not the like stubbed your toe. Ah, it's. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mo teased him a bit and licked it like a fruity lollipop, not taking in the full flavors just yet. Okay. He liked messing around with Larry to this extent, kissing the tip and licking all around it, causing Larry to go full crazy. You never want to do that. C come on, Mo. Mo looked up at him. What'd you say? 
Suck it. Taste it. Taste me. Taste my milk. <laughs> I was saying moo urns. Moo. <laughs> moo. Not moo. Mo. No. No. This is the dumbest bit we've ever done. (laughs) Oh no, we've been way dumber. Oh yeah, I've just been recording, spinning in my chair the whole time. (laughs) Mo itched his ear, grinning up at his lover. I didn't hear ya. What was that? Damn it, Mo! Take me! <laughs> Take me! Take me! <laughs> I'll be in with some more lube. <laughs> I can't take it. Please give that shaft all you got. Mo nodded and proceeded to take the whole member in his mouth, trying to go all the way down and pretending like it was a game. How far could go? Uh, could How go? Mo? Co- yes. How far, <laughs> far could Mo go? Could go Mo. Go Mo. Go. 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 No, you go. Go. He and Larry both wondered, especially Larry, who did all he could to prevent himself from screaming with pleasure, <laughs> <laughs> for the whole mall to hear. All Larry could see was Mo's head going up and down. And, and up, up and, and down, down and, and up and down, down and up and down. And all he could feel was complete heaven. He wasn't even there yet. Are we there yet now? No. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? <laughs> no. Are we there yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dad, stop spinning around in the car chair. Daddy, daddy, <laughs> not the car chair. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Oh, God, not daddy, daddy again. Soon, Steve, soon. I'm excited. I'm excited to be a daddy. Good. Good. <laughs> the baby's going to come out and go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> spinning around in a center view. <laughs> that would be in, like, the laundry, uh... Don't put your baby in the laundry. (laughs) I'm not putting the baby in the washer. No. Pro tip, put your baby in the washing machine. It's like a circus ride for them, only it's free. It's a Gravitron at the state fair. (laughs) You just gotta get one of those bouncers with wheels. It can spin itself. Yes, bring themselves up by their own bootstraps. Spin yourself, you selfish kid. (laughs) 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 All right. He wasn't even there yet. He was on that candy-coated journey that seemed like a soothing rock concert, which didn't make any sense. Because rock concerts aren't fucking soothing. No, but Larry didn't care. He was so close. Oh, so close that he could taste it. What does it taste like? Salty? Bitter. bitter. Yeah, bitter. Mo! 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 I'm gonna come! Mo smacked Larry while he had his mouth on Larry's member. I'm gum 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 dum! That's the whole reason I picked this story, by the way. I'm gum gum dum! I'm gum 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 dum! Larry wanted to laugh at Mo's attempt to talk, but he was well off focus. He moaned and groaned, wiggling like a baby in the car seat. <laughs> Just don't forget to lower the window if it's summer. Ah, uh, Mo! Mo! Oh, f- f- ah, ah. 
Hold on a second. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you sure? Is the baby okay? Smell? Are you okay, baby? He's yelling at Kick my once. Kick once for yes, twice for moo. <laughs> and now the dogs are up. Whose fault is that? Fine. Yes. Okay. I just keep reading Mo as Moe. <laughs> I mean, that's where Japan got the term from. Moe-chan. <laughs> Mo took his mouth off and stroked a member the rest of the way as well as kissing it. Mwah. Ugh. Ugh! Oh my god, Mo! Drink for Ugh. That's Ugh, not Ugh. Mo chuckled at Larry's helpless moans. Damn right I'm your god, now crown me. Okay. <laughs> Logan, did you read part of this yet? No, I have not read part of this. Would you like to? At this point, sure, why not? Before he could finish that his sentence, Larry came over, came all over Mo's hand. Some of it getting on his naked torso. Oh, baby. What? He's naked? Moe shrugged and smiled, wiping <laughs> this left Larry nearly tired and relieved. I thought you didn't like Moe. That's just his name, Steve. But he wasn't finished yet. He got up and stood over Moe, his slave. Take him off. Moe looked at himself and saw he was only wearing his boxers at this point. Without hesitation, he slipped them off, not taking his eyes off Larry's. He tried to get on all fours, but Larry stopped him. So I'll be honest, I've never watched a single Three Stooges sketch. Is this anywhere close to what happens in them? One to one. <laughs> Everyone in this call, except your wife, is younger than you. I think. Steve, how old are you? I was about to say. <laughs> 72. I mean, 84, but, you know, close enough. Okay. I'm 37. <laughs> so two people. I don't know if we have any Three Stooges heads. Logan, we're babies. Were the Three Stooges gay? Steve, this is a one-to-one -one recreation of an episode of the show. Like, this is basically the script. But they didn't even use condoms. That's not safe. Only three people own TVs, so, you know. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Walt Disney. And Larry Curley and Moe had to share one. <laughs> no. I want you to look at me. I don't know what the Stooges sound like. They're not Russian. <laughs> okay. Although if you want to make them Russian, by all means. Mo nodded. Moe. What? Fuck it. Moe. 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 Moe nodded. Speechless at Larry's sudden commanding voice. Larry proceeded to passionately tongue kiss him, caressing Moe's member while doing so. Larry went from the mouth down to his neck, biting down on his neck oh, and God. sucking. He's a vampire. Moe's sweet spot, sending him into pre-ecstasy. That's a bad drug. No, no, it's pre-ecstasy. Oh, it's, oh, so <laughs> it's the gateway drug. <laughs> it's baby's ecstasy. It's baby ecstasy. I was going to say that. <laughs> no, this is when ecstasy was all natural. <laughs> Ah, Larry boy. That's good. No, tuh, that's good. Tuh, that's good. Oh, that's good. I'm scared now. <laughs> Larry went up to his ear and whispered, I'm just getting started. 
We have such sights to show you. With that, he kissed down Moe's torso all the way down to his entrance. Welcome to Moe Land! <laughs> he stuck one finger in and loosened Moe up a little bit, causing him to squirm and moan a bit. Thank you, Eldritch Santa. Larry chuckled. I thought you were God. That got a smack from his lover. Come on, Larry. Show me how much of a man you are. Show me. You forgot the really. Oh, my mistake. (laughs) Show me how much of a man you really are. Show me. This turned Larry on so much <laughs> that he didn't hesitate at all to shove his own lubricated member right into his lover's entrance, causing Moe to squeak a little bit. Um, oh! Moe moaned with pleasure. <laughs> oh, Mata, why? What did you do? What did you do? Same thing I always do. Aren't you so happy I introduced you to the Kristen Archives? Listen, you lineage of a (laughs) shark porn. I will never unsee Justin Bieber's hugely fucked belly button, okay? What band was it where they fucked each other in the ass and then their dicks came out there? Each the other's dick dicks came out the dick. It was the same one. Oh, good. I was worried that it was something different. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> oh, you love me, Steve. Don't lie. My kid's going to check my browser history at some point. I'm going to call your, chid, your kid Treg. It don't matter. My chid? Yeah. I'm going to call your chid Treg. No, you are not. <laughs> Say, hey, we Treg, what's up? No, Xavier Bosch will not answer to that name. <laughs> I bet you he will. You can't control me. I mean, they did that with Goku. They called him Shreg? <laughs> yeah, they called Goku Treg. <laughs> <laughs> so the next time I come over to visit your house, I'm calling your dog Treg. That's fine. You already call him fucking dumb shit that isn't his fucking name. I don't. I never <laughs> did that. That's a lie. I never did that. Once. <laughs> this is the longest episode. No, it's not. We've done way longer. No, oh, no. no, this is not my immortal. The marathon level. episodes were longer. <laughs> yeah. Moe moaned with pleasure and looked right into Larry's eyes as he pounded the lights out of him with every thrust. As Moe moaned, words up to his master. Question. Yes. Answer. Isn't, like, seeing somebody's lights go out akin to seeing the life flee from their eyes? Yes. In one sense. Three Stooges was a really dark show. So they banged to death. Yeah. That's why they call sex the little death. La petite mort. Whatever. That's why there was only four episodes of this show. The first one means, like, knocking someone's lights out is just they they fall unconscious. The other one is dead. Oh, so they're boxing. Sure. Yeah, with their penises. No, they're sticking their fingers in each other's eyes. Penis Yeah, boxing, sex yeah. is like boxing, as in... What? No! Sex is like boxing. It's a thing that you do in intervals of three mittens, and then you take a one-minute rest. Three mittens. <laughs> or, there has to be a referee, and there can be technical knockouts. And everyone's judging you. <laughs> <laughs> 
a maximum oh. of 15 rounds. We will let our guests get another read in, I swear. <laughs> if you ever shut the fuck up and let me read. <laughs> Larry responded with several kisses up and around his torso. <laughs> oh, 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 God damn it, I don't want to kiss your dick, Logan. Uh, oh, 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 oh. He turned into my canter for a second. <laughs> Larry was feeling yet another upcoming orgasm. Oh, wait, hang on. That should have been in a different voice. <laughs> Larry! Ah! <laughs> All right. Larry was feeling another... <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> Larry was feeling another upcoming orgasm, and sweat started to drip down as he himself moaned. I do not doubt that whenever you get close to an orgasm, you have to instruct people to chain you up, Logan. The demon just has to escape. (laughs) (laughs) And it just so happens that it has to escape through my dick hole. (laughs) (laughs) The demon escapes from my dick hole. That is a candidate for episode title. That sounds like a hentai title. It is a hentai title, definitely somewhere. Sweat started to drip down as he himself moaned, going faster and harder into Mo. Yeah, Mo. <laughs> they were both getting louder as it all started to feel even better and heavenly. They didn't care who'd hear at this point. All they wanted was to reach each other's pleasure points. The highest point of ecstasy. <laughs> Logan's was 10,000 feet above base camp. <laughs> I can only orgasm when I'm base jumping. Larry can only orgasm beneath the sunken city of Relay, apparently. <laughs> no, that's Mo. I did a search for the demon in my dick hole, and the first thing that comes up is so I straightened a paper clip out and put it down my dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to know the end of this story. I don't. <laughs> I put it down my dick hole to see what would happen, and the clip hit a hard rock like surface and made an audible noise. What? Then my breathing became labored, and my mouth tasted like aspirin. I've never tasted aspirin. It's not a good taste. Uh, <laughs> Mo was so close. It was like he was close to Disney World. So excited and jumpy, he couldn't stand any of it. Larry! Larry! What? I'm so close. Oh, yes, yes. Listen, we're looking for a different kind of singer for our disturbed cover band you're just (laughs) too much i need to fap (laughs) you're not already do you need a paper clip (laughs) yes yes i'm not even straightening out the paper clip like the whole thing curves and all (laughs) that's me shoving an entire bag of paper clips into my dick yep hey steve that's your thing not mine (laughs) it hurts so bad I thought his thing was circus peanuts. <laughs> yes, his thing is shoving circus peanuts up his dick. <laughs> Ooh, I think I still have some in the car. I'm, I'm legit excited oh tomorrow. No, that's like three years old. <laughs> I think they actually might be more than three years old at this point. It disappeared for like three years, so. <laughs> Who's next? Oh, is Logan done? Yes, he's done. Yeah, yes. I can keep doing things in demon voice if you like. All right, Mana, you're up next. Woo! Just let me do the Larry Larry. Larry Larry. Larry Larry. Larry Larry. Larry Larry. 
Larry gritted his teeth and gripped Moe's hair as he thrusted harder and faster than ever. What's my name, Mo? Huh? What's my name? Paperclip! First of all, it's Moe. <laughs> it's Moe. Oh, whatever. Larry! Larry! <laughs> Just, no. He's going in the blue box again. <laughs> I can't have you do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. What was that? I, I can't... That was me getting moved to the boo box. <laughs> no, that yeah. was me renaming the boo box back to being the boo box. <laughs> Yay! I, I can't b- be loud, Larry. I Hit the cowbell! That. Hit the cowbell! <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Can you just say, scream my name like you mean it while hitting the cowbell? Um... <laughs> Do it. F- fuck that movie. Scream my name like you mean it. Oh, Bessie. <laughs> oh, Bessie. <laughs> oh, Mo. Mo. My mom had a cow named Bessie when I was a kid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this was a cowbell. Yet another thing we can add to the Mana's mom wiki page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, come on, come on. Ah, Larry. Mana, for sake of consistency, can you just make one long ooh and I'll drag you to the boo box halfway through? Ooh. That's not very long. <laughs> didn't know. No, for a little bit longer. longer. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that got it. That's good. Ooh. Oh, Larry. Yeah. You're my master, Larry, my god! Oh! Oh! Fuck! Larry was close to releasing himself again. From the void. There's no release from the void. <laughs> Giving a few more good thrusts. Mooey! That's very Moe. specifically Mooey! Mooey! Ding, 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 ding! <laughs> Save me from the goats! <laughs> I'm gonna do it! Oh, I'm... They both moaned each other's names with extreme ecstasy as Larry came inside of Moe, slowly letting himself out as he collapsed next to Moe, who was also breathing heavy. Moe, Moe, Moe. Once they both calmed down, Larry scooted next to his love and cuddled him. Oh, Larry. Th- that was better than Saturday night. A lot better. You actually penetrated that time. <laughs> Saturday night. That was better than the gift shop. And that was hard to top. B- but we did it. See, now for a second I thought I was going to say Saturday night. I wasn't home Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> we let Shemp out of the closet that day. <laughs> Go get him, Shemp. Moe smiled and rubbed his face against Larry's. Yeah, we sure did, Larry. Soon, they heard their boss come into the store, and they both rushed to put back on their clothes. Now he's gonna wonder why we're in the fitting room. He's gonna suspect something and kick us out. Or join us. Moe, quit being a worrywart, will ya? He ain't gonna suspect a- Hey, you boys in there? In here. In here. Shh. Blair called from outside the fitting rooms. Yeah, just one sec. They called back. Afterwards, they came out with all of their clothes back on, hoping to not look suspicious. Except they were kind of stuck together since the semen congealed in their hair. Just literal drenched in semen. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Sploosh. Shoo, you boys look rough, Blair noted, the boys' ruffled hair and clothes. Was their hair made out of chips? Yeah, I got it. Thank you. 
I got it. I just didn't laugh. <laughs> Moe was overly apologetic. We, we're sorry, sir. You see, we... Did that pressing machine blow up on you guys again? You know, I've been meaning to get that thing fixed. Well, I... Yeah, sir. Larry stepped in. We were on the verge of getting that suit pressed and ready for that prom kid tomorrow, but it was acting funny like you mentioned, and we had to stop what we were doing. It was somewhat true. The pressing machine was older than old Blair himself. And then the kid went to prom with a suit covered entirely in semen. And not his this time. Sploosh. All right, Steve, take us home-ish. <laughs> take us home? Somewhere, anywhere from here. Country roads? Country roads, take me mo to the play. <laughs> Where Whoa. I found Bessie, <laughs> sexy cow, hitting the cowbell. Um, I don't have anything to ride. Country mo, <laughs> country moe, <laughs> country moos, marms, marms. Yes, that too. Blair was irritated at himself and banged on the wall. I'll have to call that repairman again. He's come over about two times already, and he still hasn't. He stopped and looked at the fitting room floor. Boys, what's that there? The duo looked to where their boss pointed. Surprisingly to them, there was a whitish clear spot on the floor. Moe was flabbergasted. I, I, ah, that stupid guy and his kid. Larry made up a story on the spot as he looked at the spot. I told them not to bring their Sundays into the fitting room, and they did so anyway. He inconspicuously nudged Moe, who nodded and played along. Yeah, yeah that's totally ice cream and not semen. It's totally hair gel. <laughs> yep. Just lick it and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, stop baiting him on. Come on, eat the semen. <laughs> it's just sea salt ice cream. It's fine. Everyone knows semen's ropey. Never had it. You've never had sea salt ice cream? It just tastes like sugar and salt. <laughs> it's so good. I guess. Uh-huh. He inconspicuously nudged Moe, and who nodded and played along. Yeah, it, it's hard to be tough with these customers, Mr. Pipson. I tried to give him the tough side of me, but it's hard. I'm all for customer service. Ah, uh, boys, don't worry about it, Mr. Pipson said, pleased with them. A lot of mall shoppers act like grade-A douchebags. Douchebags. It's not your adult. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your adult. You tried and that's all that matters. Really? They both said astonished. Yeah, plus it's just a stain. No need to be uptight, guys. I was just being a curious George. Moe and Larry shrugged at each other and smiled. Now come on, boys. Let's get this place ready for closing so we can go home early. Go ahead and get started. I gotta make a phone call to my wife real quick. Hey wife, can you pick up some of that sea salt ice cream? I took a lick off the floor and it's really good. <laughs> no, go get it yourself. Okay. They both said it as their boss went and talked to his wife on the cell phone. Meanwhile, Larry Wait, rubbed the- what? <laughs> cell phone? I- I- Marms? I fucking knew it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Larry rubbed the back of his neck. What I tell you, nothing to worry about. Yeah, wait till he sees the fitting room security cameras, you nitwit. We'll both be fired. Moe, 
Weren't you paying attention during the orientation? Old Blair doesn't have the budget to put cameras in there. He wasn't going to do them until this summer. There shouldn't be cameras in fitting rooms anyways. No. Some of them are, and they'll, like, warn you ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, no, they're no, not. No, they're not. Nobody looks at those goddamn screens. No. Moe was surprised, then nodded. Well, I guess I was wrong then. Larry hugged on to Moe. You liked that, didn't you? No. God damn it. <laughs> Larry gave him a questionable look. Moe looked back at him with a slight grin. I loved it. The thrills, the chills. I loved it all. We gotta do it again sometime. They saw Blair was about to hang up. Later on tonight. No problem, Moe. They hugged and kissed real quick before returning to work. I love you, Larry. And I love you too, Moe. Moo. Moo, indeed. Moo! Uh, it's late. It's late. Moo! Well, thank you, first of all, to our first guest of the season, Mana and Steve. You guys are awesome. Yay! Yay! Always good to have you all on. And thank you to school marms who teach <laughs> us and make us know things. And thank you to our patrons, especially our genital guardians, Afro Hawk. Alexander Grassdragon Corbett, Cassandra McCarthy, Civil Society and the Emergence of Panopticism. God damn it. <laughs> Disambiguity. Discuss Disdon Plays, Epidel, Evan Balmel, Matthew J, Pope Sloth XVII, Richard Pryor, 17 Goats Feeling Each Other Up in the Same Elevator as You, The Waffle, and a super special thanks to. Our Bulgay Beneficies, uh... <laughs> glob, glob. Advent Dawn, Michael Fouch, Miri, Sarah for the Win, Wage, and Daddy, 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 And with that, I'm going to go to bed. Oh my god, this is almost three hours long. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. Opening musical credits. Respite by Emunator. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.